In a world where busyness is worn like a badge of honor, it's almost impossible to imagine breaking free from the shackles of success. Working long hours, skipping meals, missing or being late to important life events, constantly playing catch up, exhausted to the bones. This has been normalized, especially in the medical and healthcare arena. Practice owners are fleeing to corporate practices or leaving medicine altogether in hopes of recapturing their time and energy. But you are here for a reason and you've been searching for answers. Welcome to Thriving Practice. I'm your host, Tracy Cherpesky. I'm an executive coaching consultant and time leadership expert. I'm mom to two amazing teenagers and a menagerie of adopted furry family members. I am on a mission to help practice owners take back at least one day per week for the rest of their careers so they can focus on healing their patients and falling back in love with their practice. Together we learn, connect with like-minded practice owners and medical business experts, and expand your connection to an international community of peers. In each episode, we discuss the business of medicine and healthcare, how to avoid the pitfalls of success, and how to improve the bottom line, paving the way to exquisite fulfillment in your career and life. Join us each week to learn how you can grow your practice while focusing on what you love most. You'll want to take notes. So let's go. So today in this episode, I'm sharing my own wisdom, and I believe it'll be really valuable to you, in particular if you're struggling with time management, getting stuff done, and feeling overwhelmed or like time is not on your side. I am sure you've experienced the rushed, never have time to do what you really want to do, always have unfinished tasks, and feeling like your business might swallow you whole feeling. Trust me, trust me, most of us have been there. You know, you you may have read articles, attended workshops or masterclasses, or maybe even purchased time management software and apps, and then still can't find the time to do the important tasks or even carve out time for yourself. You're definitely not alone. I want you to hear this right now. 100% of my clients come to me with similar time management challenges. 100%. So let's dive in, shall we? This episode, I'm calling it Why Time Management Doesn't Work and What You Can Do About It. So let's talk about it, right? Time is the one thing that all humans have the same amount of each day, unlike money, energy, abilities, opportunity. It's it's the one thing that we all have in common. I have yet to have any clients who use their allotted time the exact same way, but what I have witnessed over the years is something that my happiest clients have in common, and it's not how they, air quotes here, manage their time. It's how they lead their time. So you're probably thinking like, what do you mean lead their time? So let me just ask a few questions and share some scenarios and see if any of this sounds or feels familiar to you. Uh, You are successful and you feel trapped by your success. You feel like you never have enough time. You're wearing multiple hats as the business owner, chief strategist, team leader, fire putter outer and all around it person in your business. You may have a team if you're at that space where you have people who work for you or with you. Um, You may have a team and they're great. And yet you still find yourself doing so many things that monopolize your time and zap your energy. This is a huge focus in my business with my clients. Like not every single client comes to me wishing that they can make more money or see more clients or see more patients. 
but they do come to me with a desire to use their time and energy in ways that promote their business and help them grow their business, but also help them enjoy the rest of their time. You know, we start our businesses for a reason. And a lot of the time we start that business because we want freedom. We want freedom of how we use our time. We don't want upper limits on our earning potential and so on and so forth. So you may wonder if you feel this way, like you just don't have time for anything. You're barely figuring it out. You wake up at three o'clock in the morning in cold sweats. You may wonder if you made a mistake by unplugging the system you left behind. Say you worked for somebody else before. Because maybe, maybe after all, it would be easier to go back to working for someone else. And you may even be wondering if you're cut out to achieve the success and freedom that you crave. Again, I just want to reiterate this. You are not alone. Many business owners tell us some version of your story that you can relate to when they come to us. They're overworked. They've become disillusioned with being in business for themselves. And they're considering going back to work for a different organization, which is the very thing they left due to burnout and other frustrations. And they're not experiencing the time and financial freedom they envisioned when they started their business. The one question that almost always comes up pretty much this way is, can it get better? Will it get better? Yes, 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 yes. The answer is yes. Picture or imagine if you could gain control of your schedule. Picture, imagine working only on the tasks that are directly related to strategic business priorities and providing excellent customer or client care. Now, a little caveat in here, it's a stretch unless you're already funded. If you're a startup or you're relatively new and your cash flow doesn't support bringing in team members, but you know, get creative about how you can outsource and maybe you can barter for certain things and, and also take a leap of faith in bringing somebody in to support you, right? So let's picture if you're just starting up, go to the five-year mark and look back, right? And see, see yourself working on only the things that really really contribute to the bottom line of your business and doing what you set out to do in the first place. What would you accomplish if you were able to block time for research, writing and publishing, speaking and teaching, and advancing your status as an expert in your area of specialty or whatever it is that you do, right? Fill in the blank here. What would you do? What would you accomplish if you could block time for X, Y, Z, and A, B, C that can help you advance your directive in your business. And let's talk about really practical stuff, okay? This is important too. How about eating lunch every day? What? Leaving on time every day. And then, you know, in the current time, a lot of people are working from home, whether it's by choice or by, you know, no no choice. But if you already work from home or if you're currently working from home, maybe it's not about leaving, but it's about stepping up from your desk pushing your chair in, shutting things down, turning up the light, organizing and tidying your desk to make it look like it's not a you know disaster zone and finishing the day. For me, I get up, I turn off the lamp, I push my chair in. Sometimes I tidy my desk, sometimes in the, I'm in the middle of something and I leave it so that I can pick up where I left off the next day, right? But have a symbolic end to your day at a reasonable time. That might sound, you know, like a real concept. Envision your team Okay, and, and if you're not there yet, you're going to go out to that five-year mark and look back again and imagine that you're where you want to be. Envision your team as happy, proactive, engaged, and committed to your values and vision. They are looking for ways to support growing your business and serving more clients or customers with the highest level of attention and care. 
They understand the value of your time. And here's a really big part of it. And they appreciate your commitment to honoring their time as well as your own. If you are just ramping up your business, I encourage you. I work, I don't work with a lot of startups, but some of my clients have new businesses and I encourage them to build their business around the life they want rather than building their life around their business. So this would be one of those places. Maybe you don't have a team yet, but picture yourself with a team that's happy, engaged, committed. They appreciate your time and they guard it, you know, like, like a dog with a bone. And they appreciate your commitment to honoring their time. Really start to envision this. You may be now going, okay, Tracy, what are you smoking, right? Like, is it really possible to create this kind of utopia, especially if you currently feel like your business could swallow you whole at any given moment? I had a client when we first started working together, um, he's a physician, who shared with me that, you know, he was considering going back to a hospital setting and his three o'clock in the morning cold sweat dream. I laugh now because this doesn't happen anymore, but he had a dream, this nightmare that his business was a monster and he would wake up as the monster was putting his head in its mouth. And it really related back to how little time he had for himself and how little time he had to really do the things that were most important to him because he was so busy doing so many other things that could have been outsourced or delegated or even sometimes deleted, eliminated. So, you know, okay, I'm not smoking crack. This is a real thing that can be done. It takes discipline and it takes a commitment. Um, So I just want you to, you know, fear not. (laughs) With some analysis and adjustments to how you structure your time and your mindset about what's required of you to run a successful business, hear this again about what's required of you because your business will require it. It will demand it from you. Um, and also how you view time itself, that you can make this beautiful, maybe seemingly out of reach, gorgeous utopian picture your reality. But the thing is, if you want to make this your reality, it's going to take some work. And I'm not going to pretend like you just wave a magic wand and this is the way it goes. It takes discipline. It takes digging in. It takes a commitment to getting really clear about what you want. I wrap time leadership around three pillars. So you want to start by understanding the importance of these three pillars of time leadership as opposed to time management. So time leadership, the three pillars are discovery, analysis, and action. In the first pillar, discovery, you examine what's most important to you. This is where if you're listening and you're not currently driving or walking or doing something that requires your attention otherwise, I encourage you to grab something to take notes and start writing or make a note to come back and listen to this part again and start writing. So the process of discovery, this is super important. Do not skip this step. This is your pro tip. Do not skip steps. Never skip steps. Never, ever, ever skip steps. You got to You got to do this step in order to, I call it the slow down to speed up. If you want to accelerate the growth of your business, if you want to accelerate your trajectory to success, you're going to need to slow down first and get really clear. So please don't skip this step. You're going to write every single thing down and answer these questions. What are my values? What do I really want? The important word here is really. What do I really want? Is it time for you? This is examples. Is it time with your family? Is it leisure time? Is it, I want to start another business. I want to pursue a hobby. I'd like to travel the world. I want to be a digital nomad. What does it mean, right? What, is re- what do you really, really want? 
You've got to get really clear about what you want for your business and your life. And as I said before, make sure that you build your business around your life, not the other way around. It is really incredibly hard to backtrack and work your business around your life if you've done it the other way around. So I encourage you and invite you to write everything you can come up with until you have no answers left to at least this one question, which is, what do I really want? I was invited by a coach that I work with to spend 30 minutes answering a question. And what happens in that time is in 30 minutes, you'll write down every thought you have. And then you get to the outside edge of your regular thinking and go into some other thinking realm. And that's where the magic is. So keep going. Even if it seems silly or your logical brain is like, that is not possible. No, it doesn't matter, right? Write down every single thing. What do you really want? Do you want to own an island? Do you want to buy land? One of my dreams is to buy a vineyard. (laughs) We'll see if I actually make that come to life. It may be too much work. But, you know, take, take your dreamy, dreamy, way out there ideas and write them down. So that's pillar one, discovery. Get really clear about what you want for your life and your business. Do both. Every single aspect of it. The next pillar, pillar two, is analysis. This is where you comb over how you use your time. You are going to write down every single task, meeting, water cooler chat, and everything in between. And then assign monetary value to every 30-minute block of your time. So how much is a half hour of your time worth? This is tedious, but it's also eye-opening. So the questions that come out of this are, how much money are you costing your business doing the tasks that are better suited to others on your team or outsourced if you do not currently have a team? Let's use an example. Let's say, and this is actually a personal example, but with made up dollar amounts. So let's say my hourly rate is $100. So my half hour rate is is 50. The rest of this story is true. Several years ago, when landing pages were kind of a new thing, I thought that I could figure out how to make one on my own. So I spent four hours one day and I think about four hours the next day. And then I slept on it and I fretted about it all night on the second night because I couldn't make it pretty and I couldn't make it work and I couldn't get the back end stuff working. And then I spent maybe another hour the next day trying to fine tune it before I finally hired a virtual attack virtual assistant who I then paid um, $300 to create all the back end, all the flow, all the things that I needed, all the automations, all of that, $300. This was maybe about eight years ago create the landing page, all the backend stuff, 300 bucks. But I spent $900 of my time working on it for something that was way outside of any of my zones of competency, by the way. So this is where I would say, when you do that kind of math, what are you spending your time on? How much do you cost your business? If you are slightly horrified, then good, because now you'll be ready for pillar three, which is action. And the third pillar, action, which I like to really call inspired action, is where a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs want to start. But remember, without clarity, you run in circles, you exhaust yourself, and you cost your business dearly. I wasted $900 of my time. I wasted nine hours of my time, nine hours that I could have been spending on client creation or providing client services or speaking for a fee, you name it. There's a lot of things I could have been doing to make money, to work on money-making activities. So 
you know, if you're not sure where you're going, start with clarity. When you come to action, after you've gone through your discovery and your analysis, you come into the action step. Now, this is where I recommend my clients start with one or two areas to take action just for a bit, right? I don't want you to flip your business model or your calendar on its head because you will regret that. Trust me. It's like if you decide, you know what? I want to get in great shape and I want to clean up my diet and maybe, you know, even drop a few pounds. And then you go from what you're doing now, which might be, you know, sort of regular type eating and occasional gentle workouts and, you know, doing the rest of your thing to suddenly, now I'm going to be vegan and I'm going to be raw and I'm going to be juicing and I'm going to run six miles a day without ever having run a mile in my life. And, you know, that's not sustainable. Really, it's important to start on one or two things. And we focus on those one to two actionable items that are relatively easy or simple to implement. Because once you've gained momentum, you can work on more changes. Like momentum is your friend. And it is the best way when we start with something that's easy or simple to build momentum. Just once we get something going, we realize that wasn't so bad. Now we can work on something else and we get it going and we get it going. So now... Everything that I'm talking about today, this is really just the surface of time leadership. But once you start here, right, the three pillars, again, discovery, what do you really want, analysis, how much is your time worth and how much are you squandering and leaving on the table when somebody else could be doing it for you at a lower rate? Like I would not pay $100 an hour for admin, by the way, right? So that's something to really consider. But once you get started here and you complete these pillars and you go through this process and go into inspired action, you can get a feel for how to think and act as the leader of your time and of your organization, whatever your business is, even if you don't currently have a team, because we start to focus on what's most important. So time management, going back to what we all understand, right, that we've all heard of time management, there's all kinds of strategies and whatever. But time management implies control and getting as much done as possible, whereas time leadership is about guiding your attention and focus to the things that are most important. If you have found that like time management tactics, right, maybe it's an app or it's something, some other system, they're really not working for you, then it's time to go back to the drawing board to get clear, craft your strategy, and then implement your tactics. Remember, I say this a lot with my clients, tactics without strategy will not get you where you want to be. And strategy without tactics, ditto. But if you start with a clear strategy and simple tactics, you'll build momentum. Momentum is your friend so long as you're taking inspired action and you know the direction you want to head. So here's an analogy that might work for you. If you think about jump-starting a stick shift car, right, manual transmission, if you've ever done this, you know where, where I'm going with this, but like the key to getting the engine started is momentum. The biggest hurdle is to get the car moving. The first few steps are like a complete and total bugbear. It's so hard, but then you're moving. And once the car starts to move, you can walk faster and eventually you start running. And once you're running, then you drop in, push the clutch in, put the car in gear, drop the clutch, and off you go. Magically, the car starts, usually. Entrepreneurship is kind of like this. Like We need to slow down in order to speed up. We need to start somewhere. And when we decide to start thinking like the leaders that we are by prioritizing and assigning monetary value to your time, 
It will help you move in the right direction. And hear me on this. It will alleviate a whole lot of overwhelm, O-V-E-R-W-H-E-L-M, and the stress of running a business. So let's review and remember the three pillars of time leadership in case I haven't repeated them enough. The first pillar is discovery. Ask the question, what do I really want? The second pillar is analysis. How much is your time worth? How much do you cost your business? How much are you leaving on the table performing tasks better suited to your team or outsourced? And the third pillar is inspired action. As Oprah would say, what's the next best step? Another question you can ask is, what is one thing I can get done right now that has high value and contributes positively to the bottom line of my business? Remember that time management without strategy, meaning clarity and vision, is like getting in your car without putting a destination into your chosen map or GPS system. Um, Going for a random drive is like cute and everything, but if you really want to get somewhere in a certain amount of time, you'd best provide those inputs. Entrepreneurship is like this. It's way too easy for us to be distracted by squirrels and shiny objects. Go ahead and raise your hand with me if you're safe to do so and say, yes, I get distracted. It's squirrels and shiny objects. But if we think about implementing a time leadership mindset and actionable steps, this will help us so much because time leadership is about directing your time and energy to the important tasks that help you grow your business and make money. Now, contrary to what many business owners and a lot of my clients initially think, not everything is a fire to be put out immediately. Being clear about what's most important will save you time, money, and effort, which will enhance your fulfillment and the impact that you make. That's really all I've got for you today. I, I hope that you took notes. I make sure to go back and take notes. Do take a moment to, to review the questions that I've posed here, right? What do I really want? What is my time worth? What's the next best step? What can I do right now that will create a positive impact to the bottom line and get me moving in the right direction? If you would like to learn more about time leadership, you can visit my website and you'll see a client case study overview. That link will be in the show notes. So go ahead and scroll down on your device and you should be able to click on it and find it. I'd like to leave you with a quote by Carl Sandburg. And it is, quote, time is the coin of your life. It is the only coin you have and only you can determine how it will be spent. Be careful lest you let other people spend it for you, end quote. So I thank you all for hanging with me today, and I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. I invite you to share any questions you have. Feel free to contact me through my website if you like, or wherever you found me. You can probably reach me through there, through Instagram, through the website, whatever works for you. And I really look forward to hearing from you. Take great care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Thriving Practice. I appreciate you coming here week after week, dear listener, to listen and learn how to elevate your leadership, grow your practice, and to think and act like the high-impact CEO provider that you're meant to be. I have one request of you. If you've benefited from this show, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review with your thoughts on the show. Your feedback and review help us get in front of other amazing practice owners just like you. Thank you again for listening and until next time.